Welcome to the Soren Sports Podcast. I am the, the host, Alan Pina, along with my good friend co-host, Braden Wilson. I know normally Braden is the one introducing and doing all, all the beginning stuff, but today this is a different occasion. Uh, we decided this time to bring in a guest here as we're going to talk about the return of Kevin Durant from a, a an injury that few have recovered, the Achilles tendon. I know nobody likes to hear that, but obviously there's questions about him. How is he going to return? What What's going to happen? And then from there, we're going to, Brendan and I will analyze, will, will the Nets with his return be the favorites in the East and challenge the Lakers for a title? Or, or they're just going to, fall down from there. So to answer these questions, these injury questions, we decided to bring someone who who is learning about injuries, who has dealt with injuries in, in the high school level and college level as well, and obviously in the pro level, working in Salt Lake City with Donovan Mitchell and several of the Utah Jazz players, and also someone who I truly love and Though she's a hater of cats, she is also a lover of the nutrition, the wellness, and also of the world of sports. And that is my sister, my younger sister, Paola. How you been, Paola? I'm good. Thanks for having me. What a great introduction. <laughs> yeah, you, you know me, Paola. You know I like <laughs> to make big-time intros. Obviously, the only thing missing is some Martinelli's. we'll be drinking and having a good time but that's okay that's for some other time (laughs) so obviously um kevin durant coming back to play for the warriors now is with the nets but he suffered an achilles tendon and that is one injury that you just hear someone getting injured like that and it happened now to clay thompson it's like oh is it over for them? And so we just want to, we want to know like, okay, what, how, how is he going to react to him coming back? Is how, how is the process, the recovery process as far as an Achilles tendon? It's a great question. So before like I talk about specifically these athletes, um, just to like recap what the Achilles tendon rupture, what it is, so the Achilles tendon is a really thick piece of um, a tendon that we have in the back of our ankle. And it is the attachment site of two major muscles, which is our gastrocnemius, which is just the, um, and the soleus. But in just layman terms, it's our calf muscles. So they're really, they're, they have huge responsibilities in movement, in stability, in our range of motion. And as you can see, if you like look up um, his injury and repeat, game five i think that was the one that he injured in kevin Durant. um we can see that he was still able to walk afterwards but he wasn't able to control his movement or really have that um i know that he was kind of like pivoting while he was well you can see that huge snap right in his Uh calf so you can see that after that he kind of loses that ability to be able to contract those muscles so quickly because the muscles themselves don't have anything to latch onto. So it is a pretty severe injury and um, 
it does cause a lot of things like for example they do lose the range of motion and the ability to just trust the healing process of an athlete it's very significant um, I myself had an ACL tear and I, it's still really hard for me to come back and like trust my ability to jump and to do things because of this injury. However, there is a really good um, chance, I feel like, that Kevin Durant will come back and will perform just as well. I was looking at rates for um, Achilles tendon ruptures and they're pretty high. They're around 80% and they do people who do have this injury are able to return to play. And I do feel like he has had significant recovery time as to um, his, his injury and knowing the NBA and knowing the millions of dollars that they spend on this player, I'm pretty sure he has had top um, rehabilit rehabilitation and hopefully he'll be able to be good. He just needs, what I question is his ability to trust his own healing. Okay and being able to go back and act without fear or without precaution and trust that he has had enough time and, ha and trust the health professionals that have worked on him. Okay, so again, we have my sister, Paola Pina, who I forgot to mention, she's also studying exercise physiology at Brigham Young University. So basically you're saying that it comes down to him trusting not just his physical body, but would you also say trusting mentally that, hey, it's going to be okay? Yeah, that's what I feel like talking to different athletes um, previously and in like internships and me myself is I think that's the biggest thing with athletes who have injuries is being able to trust the healing process overall. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so... With him, like, coming back, how is he going to feel, first of all? Like, will he feel a little bit rusty at first? Will he be able to, to like, move along? Because, obviously, Kevin Durant's skill, uh, he's not power like LeBron James. He's more graceful. He's more, like, nimble. So how will he, feel, how will he start feeling coming back? That's a great question. So I think um, there has to be some type of soreness and very much, um, I think he's been, has been working on his range of motion, but even when you go out and you play, it's a little bit different. But having viewed also the day of his injury and how determined he looked and how mad he was, the fact that he got injured, mm -hmm. maybe that will be enough for him to feel you know, the passion for the game and hopefully he'll have, he'll let his adrenaline kind of kick in and forget about the whole injury and just play like um, normal. And hopefully that's what I think all healthcare professionals want to encourage their athletes that once they're healed, that they could go back to play and that they have to, there's some things to consider. Yes, but they have to trust that they did enough okay. and as more the more movement that they have the better it will be overall as well okay and just two more questions and then from there we will let you go since i know you have a very busy busy schedule and so the first question i would ask uh what's the likelihood that and we don't want this to happen not just to him but to any athlete what is the likelihood that he he lands awkwardly and tears his Achilles again. 
Well, the Achilles, it can, the Achilles tendon rupture depending on the severity and the degree of tear. If it's completely torn off, like we see his was, um, and it also depends on the surgery, the type of surgery that he decides to undergo. Um, the rates shouldn't be that high. They mm -hmm. normally, most recovery rates are pretty good. Like I said, they're around 80%, which is super good in medicine. And they shouldn't, it's not something that Kevin should worry about too often. The thing that I would consider is in like prevention of the injury overall. And that would be making sure that I know that athletes work on making like on their speed and their agility, make sure that they're strong, but a lot of them disregard flexibility. And when you don't have good range of motion, then this, this is where the increased rates of such injuries tend to happen. So I think that just focusing on flexibility would be a great um, start for him. And for all athletes who are wondering or haven't been focusing on that aspect of their health is something that they should mm -hmm. consider. Okay, and lastly, to let you go, now with Clay Thompson getting that Achilles tendon, will it, hap will it be the same just like it happened to Kevin Durant? Or, or what's going to happen with them? There's a couple factors that one needs to consider. Age is definitely a huge one. Um, the older we get, the, the longer the healing process is. Oh, okay. But it just depends on that and how he decides, which type of surgery he decides to take and just how long of a recovery time he wants to take as well. Because I feel like Kevin Durant's was very significant. So hopefully that gives him that edge to just come back and be a hundred percent like he used to be. Perfect. That is, everyone, that is my sister. Like when it comes to expertise in health or obviously injuries like that, she's the man I'm as an older brother, I'm proud of her. Uh, keep killing it. And, and we'll let you go, Paola. Thank you. You're the first guest <laughs> of the Soren sports podcast. We'll gladly add more and, as injuries like this come around, we will like we will like to hear your expertise on things and and see how these athletes react. And obviously, we wish Kevin Durant good luck in his return. And obviously, we wish Clay Thompson a a re great recovery. And and really, thank you, Paula. You are the best. And and keep promoting us. Keep promoting our podcast. And and the more, the merrier. Sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. Hope to be back soon. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Thank you, Paula. Bye. Bye. So, all right, Braden, with all this information happening um, that Paula gave as far as Kevin Durant's return, how do you feel? What's your reaction to how will Kevin Durant respond to his comeback? Yeah, you know, like, there's a lot of things that I didn't learn and or know beforehand that I learned to, with that interview, you know, like, I learned a lot of things and I could just go on and on about how much I learned, you know, like, this is mm -hmm. an aspect of sports that truly interests me, but, you know, I'm not, I don't have enough of an interest in it to, you know, go deep diving and learning a lot about it like your sister has, but I think interesting thing for me is going to be going to be that mental aspect um 
I had a friend who's a gymnast growing up, and he he also tore his Achilles right before, and I left for a period of two years to go do something else. But he uh, he said it it just sucked afterwards. You know, he unfortunately he had to stop doing gymnastics, which was something he had always loved doing. So I'm interested, and he kind of favors his other foot now when he walks and runs and all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that he mentally knows it's healed and he's good, he still favors that other foot and that other ankle despite all that. And I'm, I'm curious to see as the season goes on, will we see Kevin Durant do something similar where his mentality is, okay, I'm good. I'm cleared. I know I'm good. But is there still that going to be that slight bit of hesitation or favoring of the opposite foot or the, you know, the, the perfect foot, if we will. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm interested to see. I don't know if that's something that'll stick out to you or not, but that's something that I'm really interested in seeing. And you're right. And that's something that um, it will stick around. Uh, obviously um, the one thing that Paola mentioned, and, and it's something that it's huge, not just for someone like Kevin Durant, but for any athlete, you meant for like a gymnast or something, it's trust. Like not just their physical trust, but their mental trust. Can their minds be able to tell their bodies, hey, it's okay. I've done this many times. Just go with it. Like that is the one thing I would love to see from Kevin Durant. And can he trust his body? Can he really um, – get back to how he was because basically before the injury like we would consider him with LeBron as the top two players in the world really in the world and and then he had that injury and he's still up there but obviously not seeing him play does um does play a factor but now that he's back it, it all comes down to his trust not just in his body but also and his and his Achilles tendon, which basically I I saw your message. It was his right side that he tore. So so it's going to be interesting. And then plus with his return, it also like makes the Nets a formidable uh some say a formidable contender to to represent the East in the NBA Finals. Yeah, that's that's going to be the interesting to find out and see. You know, it is the Nets, you know, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. It's still the Nets. But, but, yeah, like you said, Kevin Durant, he's up there as, you know, household names in, in the sports world of really great players. So I personally think, you know, despite the fact he's fully healed, I personally think through things I've seen with my friend that he'll favor his left side. You know, like, yeah, he'll be fully healed, but I think at least, I don't know if he's going to do it the whole season or for the rest of his career, however long it may be at this point. But whenever you go through an injury that massive, you, you tend to favor the other side, at least for a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. And so whether or not it's the full season or not, I don't know, but I would suspect at least for a few weeks or maybe just a few games, he's going to favor his left side a bit more just okay. because while he knows he's good on 
at some levels. He hasn't had to play at a game level or massive level of speed, agility, stuff like that. And training for it physically can only do so much. It's a matter of what you end up doing, you know? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, We'll see what happens. Favoring it to mental trust or trust also in general. And, and also like now he's not alone, obviously in terms of coming back from injury, Kyrie Irving as well. Another, another superstar both teaming up. So, so yeah, mostly with Kevin, he's going to be the key guy. Like, if he's healthy, if he comes back to how he he was two seasons ago, then look out. Look out. But just to let you know, a lot of changes have happened with that organization, with that basketball team. And that's something we want, we want to jump into, you know, and – with the with the biggest news with the Nets, which happened months ago, was they hired a first-time coach in Steve Nash, and nobody saw that coming, nobody, and and the Nets had a pretty interesting offseason, saying like mostly like both Kyrie and Kevin Durant in the podcast saying, oh, we could both be coaches meaning we don't we don't need a coach we would just need to coach ourselves and go from there which it got a lot of people off guard but we'll see what the nets do because to me they are one of those teams that that could either wow everybody as far as beating everybody and making noise in the playoffs and going to the finals or a disaster that we everybody would see coming would you compare them to the Mets? Mm, that's a good <laughs> question. Because the Mets are kind well, of that, are. Are that reputation, right? You know, they, we, we literally are. have the Freds Metsing it up, you know? Uh, they are. But obviously, like, like, these past years, like, you've seen the Knicks go down hard. And the Nets, little by little, like, coming up. Now it's just they got to get a ring. Yeah, you have the stars, but you got to get a ring. You get a ring or two, then you're no longer the big brother. Now you're like, okay, you're up there. We, we may not have the much titles as these guys, but we're up there. And like I said, it all comes down to how Kevin Durant, how badly he wants it. How, how does he trust his body? How, not just his physical body, but also mentally. That's all what it comes down to. And Yes, it will take him time. It will take him time. But if he can get that trust, then he can start rolling. And, and really, if, if, they, if they add another piece to help both Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, along with the complementary players they have, then the Nets will be probably one team nobody would want to face. Exactly, and it'll be interesting to see how that goes. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. I think one thing you guys, our listeners out there, should stay tuned for is, you know, as seasons get closer, as NBA training camp starts to wrap up, we'll probably do an NBA season preview. As NHL season starts to wrap up, we'll do a NHL season preview, and 
towards the end of spring training or maybe beforehand we'll do an MLB season preview you know just to give our thoughts on what we want from each season what we want to see because we all have we're we're fans when it comes to the end of it you know and we're all we have fans and you got if you guys listening know more about different teams in the league feel free to reach us at our social media you know just let us know because you guys will know more about your team than we do we can only learn so much about a team through the national media but because we can't we don't follow that team specifically we can only learn so much you know so just let us know what you guys think yeah that's a good idea and really we will obviously break down several of the teams teams that will that obviously are the contenders for the title teams that are the dark courses teams that will can make some noise and obviously teams that are basically building and and trying to make noise in the future so yeah we will definitely do that and obviously if there you have any reaction or comments to how you think Kevin Durant will respond this season as he returns from his Achilles tendon please feel free to comment on social media like on our Instagram or Facebook and we will hear we like to hear a response and and really we'll want to hear different opinions on how you believe Kevin Durant will will play would he play to an MVP type caliber player and and do what he did in Golden State before the Nets or will it take him a year to start develop to start to become the player who he was and and really, one another thing I forgot to mention, and we'll probably end from there, was age. Age does play a huge role. Kevin Durant is 32 years old, technically still in his prime, still. But once you get up there, it's it's pretty hard to come back from an injury like that. So hopefully, he comes back stronger and obviously uses this to to fuel motivation, to have the mindset of saying, hey, like you think my titles are were, were not legitimate at Golden State? Well, just watch in Brooklyn. And if he ends up leading the title in Brooklyn, I think his legacy will be solidified. I think you would say, you know what? Kevin Durant led uh, a franchise that at first was run like the Mets to NBA glory. and and that would be huge for for his legacy for his basketball legacy and also for his brand as well. No, I'd agree with that. It'll be interesting to see. I think we know something I know for sure with baseball, you know, Tommy John, the first season you're back, it's not the same season. You're you're kinda a shell, you know. Mm-hmm. But after that, if you do everything right, you're good. So like you mentioned, do you kind of, to the listeners out there, let's, we might put a vote out there, but do you guys tend to agree more with Alan on the fact that you think Kevin Durant's good to go and he's going to have something to prove right away and be like, Hey, I'm back. This century is not a setback at all. Or do the people agree more with me in thinking that it might take him a while to, to come back? You know, he might, he might favor his other side a bit more than, he used to because of this so we might we might have to put that out to a vote and see what the people think yeah 
That's a great idea. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll end this episode here. Um, like we mentioned, you know, our next, or like you guys might be interested in hearing, the, we have also recorded an episode on our thoughts on the NHL return to play. We'll take a break for the, the Christmas holiday and New Year's holiday. But we'll be back at it after the holidays wrap up. So, everybody, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah, absolutely. Merry Christmas. Happy 2021. And we'll, we'll, we'll record for you again, like always. All right, everybody. That's, that's it for today's Thorn Sports Podcast episode. We'll, uh, we'll get back at it. Awesome.